Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. It is Wednesday, 8th of September, and today, another one of our special thought leadership series, our hashtag Thinking Forward series with James Allen. In conversation with Ferrari F1 boss Mattia Binotto, saying the switch to sustainable fuels is a really big deal. Formula One will have new power units from 2025 that will run on 100% sustainable fuels. So how big a change is it going to be? As great as the shift from V8s to hybrids. And while many governments around the world speak only of electric cars as our future, how powerful a message will Formula One be sending that the future of cars and mobility could be with e-fuels? Let's find out on today's episode. I will hand you over to someone you know very well, and that is our own James Allen. So welcome to Mattia Binotto, the team principal of Scuderia Ferrari, and Isfan Capitani, Shell's global executive vice president, for mobility. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me. Mattia, can I start with you? Formula One, as we said, is, is committed to introducing 100% sustainable fuels in the next generation of, of F1 engines as part of its net zero carbon by 2030 strategy. How supportive are you and Ferrari of these plans when it comes to the racing fuels? I think it's even more than only being supportive. I think it's essential for the roadmap of Formula One becoming sustainable. I think sustainability, it's, it's a key element of the future, of the future of the world. And I think that uh, is a key element for motorsport in general as well. I think that motorsports has to become more sustainable, no doubt. And I think that in that respect, F1, as you always, can be or should be the platform of innovation as well for sustainability. 
F1 has always been a platform, a platform of innovation, not only for performance, not only for reliability technology, but can be really a platform of innovation for sustainability. And therefore, we, we fully agree, we fully support F1 objectives to become, as you said, uh, zero, carbon free, zero carbon free in 2030. We need to come very soon to a fully sustainable fuel, 100%. And I think in that respect, together with Shell, we, I think we can play a, a key role. Uh, Shell is a fantastic and great partner of Ferrari. Uh, we certainly know that whatever we can do together to help F1 and FIA to achieve their objectives, which are our objectives, is very important. Yes, Van, I would turn to you maybe just for a little bit of an explainer here. I mean, it, it seems to me that the key to powering Formula One cars is that there has to be high energy density. And, and sustainable fuels obviously have far greater energy density than, than batteries do for, for electric vehicles. And that is, seems to me is why Formula One is going down that route. Have I got that right? Well, I mean, uh, from Shell's uh, point of view, of course, we always uh, said and we advocate that uh, we, we believe in a mosaic of fuels and, uh, you know, incredible advances in battery technologies were in the recent years achieved. And therefore, uh, of course, here uh, uh, the performance is also good. But it is very, very clear that uh, liquid fuels have greater uh, energy density and therefore uh, giving us, of course, tremendous opportunity to, to produce high-performance fuels. And that's one of the reasons why uh, it is important for us that we work together with Ferrari. But apart from high-performance uh, fuels, of course, we need to produce sustainable uh, fuels. And uh, sustainable uh, fuels are... Uh, part of our life right now. A huge part of our sales is biofuels all around the world. Uh, we do have a company called Raizen where we do sell actually already 100% uh, ethanol fuels in, uh, in, in, in Brazil. A significant part of our petrol sales is that. So this is part of our daily life. And that's one of the reasons why we are so uh, uh, pleased and, and keen actually to work with Ferrari and FIA to develop 100% sustainable fuels for Formula One as well. Because the product that we produce for Ferrari, we learn a lot from, and we have the concept uh, uh, of uh, from, the, from the lab to the track and from the track to the road, and bring all those developments to our customers. So therefore, uh, James and Mattia, when you fill up hopefully with V power, uh, that is a very, very, very similar. 99% similarity shows to the product what uh, uh, what uh, basically you experience every uh, second weekend or sometimes every every weekend in the Formula One Ferrari car. It's a very important progress for us and very pleased to uh, to work on that one. Mattia, you you mentioned earlier on about how Formula One has always been a, a sort of laboratory for for the automotive industry and going back to you know, all sorts of innovations, crash structures, deformable crash structures, uh, seat belts, disc brakes, you name it, all kinds of things have come through Formula One that have ended up in, in, in the wider world. Um, so pioneering technologies, you know, for, for wider society, like a breakthrough in sustainable fuels, how big a deal do you think this could actually be? It is certainly a big deal. Uh, the first, I think, the, the first exercise that we need to make sure is that we are properly addressing the regulations and the specification of source fuel for the future. As you, you said at the very start, full electric is not the only solution. Uh, we believe that there are certainly other solutions like a hybridization we've got with fully sustainable fuels. But we need to address as first the, 
the regulations to make sure that at least we so the regulations are the one which are relevant for the not only for the motorsport but relevant for the entire automotive and that's why i think at that stage it's very important that ferrari together with shell as their competence and know-how we are really working very close to fia f1 somehow try to design what's the the future of the of the motorsport in that respect and by the time that the regulation will be set then the challenge will be as usual uh, important in F1 because that's that's our DNA, that's part of the sport. It's really to get the most of the performance out of a fully sustainable product. So uh, I think that that's that's the challenge and the, the deal, or let me say the difficulty will be somehow as usual, try to do the best because it's a competitive environment and competition. Competition, it's all about relative advantages. So that's why I think as first we need to design, but then again, together with Shell, our partner, make sure that we, we are developing the right sustainable fuel, fully sustainable, but with a competitive advantage in terms of performance to our, to our competitors. And uh, I think that in terms of the engine design, it will be somehow quite significant change. Uh, in terms of know-how, I think there will be a lot to learn because those fuels are of a new generations those fuels are not known certainly well today, certainly not in the environment of motorsports. We are introducing a E10 fuel, 10% ethanol in 2022, but what we will obtain in the next five years, certainly a lot different to that, let me say the first step of 10% uh, ethanol. So there is a lot to do. And I think that's, that's as well very interesting. It's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's fun, it's fun because when you've got the challenge and it's, it's learning, eh? it's, a, it's a learning curve, but it's, it's innovation. And uh, it's innovation to the interest, as I said before, of the entire world and automotive. So it's fascinating. Uh, and uh, we are very, let me say, uh, very keen really to start as soon as possible. So you, you anticipated my next question a little bit there. So what is the, the roadmap from here to 100% sustainable fuels? Uh, the roadmap, uh, as you said, as far as we've got today, fantastic power unit uh, in terms of thermal efficiency, about 50%, which have the highest efficiency produced so far in the world. So we've got already a product which is fantastic in terms of overall efficiency, which we have not really, uh, let me say, explained well to the fans, explained well to, to the world. And uh, But that's the current point, the starting point. As I said before, we got 10% ethanol in the fuel in 2022 which is a first step to sustainability. But as you may understand, that's a first step, but certainly not sufficient. And then the next, uh, in terms of roadmaps, is again, is work very close to our um, FIA, F1, the other teams, few suppliers, uh, together with Shell in our case, to make sure that we are designing the right specifications and regulation for, for a fully sustainable fuel, 2025 at the earliest, hopefully, and, uh, and uh, and that's really the objective. So uh, I think in those days, really in those weeks, we are working very hard on, on that point uh, because we understand the matter of urgency of it and we understand how important it is for the future of the motorsport as well. This kind of, it seems to me that there are several sort of technological ways to generate sustainable fuels. Can you explain briefly, just give us a little bit of an overview about the different options? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, indeed, and that's the beauty of it, that uh, uh, to get uh, sustainable fuel, there are different kind of ways. And that's one of the reasons why I think the fuel suppliers, you know, would uh, uh, like to work on this, because this is very innovative and it could be very, very important uh, going forward. And Formula One is the right uh, test bed for, uh, for these kind of activities. Um, Madia mentioned uh, ethanol, and uh, clearly I mentioned also be very strong in this uh, uh, we do have uh, our joint venture in Brazil, which is one of the biggest ethanol producers in the world. And we're already producing even second-generation ethanol uh, in commercial quantity. And as far as I know, we are the only ones who are doing that. It's important to, to note because then it's an ethanol which is not produced from the edible part uh, of the sugar cane, but from the agricultural leftover. We also do have uh, a patented uh, a solution called I-Square, which is producing uh, dropping quality fuels from uh, agriculture or household waste. And of course, we are not stranger to e-fuels, uh, synthetic fuels, synthetic components, and also power to liquids. So there are many, many different uh, uh, ways are available for our scientists to uh, develop uh, a product which is uh, sustainable, but at the same time also helping uh, very high performance, because this is the challenge here, of course. It, it, it shouldn't be uh, only sustainable. It also has to be uh, producing good performance for Formula One. So it's a very exciting challenge for us, and uh, that's the reason why we are so keen to work uh, with our partner, Ferrari, uh, together, of course, with the engine, to develop something which is very competitive and sustainable. But it's not just about uh, the racing engines. Obviously, in the short term, it's about that. And as I mentioned earlier on, Formula One is going to send a very powerful message to the world that you can actually run internal combustion engines. And there are, there are billions of cars on the road already right now that, that could benefit. But the, I guess the trick then is how you take something developed for the racetrack and make that scalable as, as something that everybody around the world could use. So from, from our viewpoint, that is where we do have the experience. That's the reason why I mentioned, for example, VPAR, the, the fuel that Ferrari is using. Uh, you know, we, we are able to sell this now in 70 countries in the world, representing 20% of our fuel sales, and that's one of the one of the main reason why, of course, we are so keen to work uh, in Formula One because we are able to to bring all this technical knowledge and know-how uh, to our customers, which which represents, of course, uh, a competitive advantage for us. But when it comes to sustainable fuels, it represents, uh, as we said before. Uh, another alternative to, to, to EVs. EVs are very good and they're coming and they will be part of the portfolio, but we also need to be making sure that we are offering different kind of solutions, mosaic of solutions for our customers. And, and that's the reason why we, we, we're so keen to work in this one. Mattia, coming back to you, obviously we're talking here about racing engines and, and how the, you can be more sustainable on the track. But what about how all of this thinking and this work is going to make Ferrari more sustainable off the track? Uh, obviously, for Ferrari, sustainability, as I said, is important, and we are fully supporting what F1 is doing. Uh, as you said, I think as Ferrari, not only as a company, but as Scuderia Ferrari, really, the, the, the motorsport, we need to become more sustainable. And we've got plenty of program, really, with objectives to make sure that in the next years, we are becoming more sustainable. Uh, we have just been awarded on the three stars programs, FIA for sustainability, uh, showing somehow the importance that sustainability is to, to Scuderia Ferrari. So there is a lot we can do. There is a lot we can do in the transport logistics. There is a lot we can do with the materials we are using. There is a lot we can do in the paddock. Uh, there is a lot we can do together as well with Shell, 
using uh, sustainable, let me say, products for all our generators we've got in the paddock. So there are plenty of uh, things and programs which are ongoing because it becomes central for our future. And uh, as I said early on, I think Formula One can be a platform for innovation, not only for the cars and the engines we've got, uh, which is our product, but for the entire environment and what we are doing, let me say, to, to improve in that respect. And Isfan, sort of same question really from, from your point of view, from Shell's point of view. I mean, can you talk a little bit about how the drive to achieve F1's targeted, you know, 2030 net zero goal aligns with, with your target to become a net zero emissions energy business by 2050? Yeah, so uh, uh, this, is, this is, of course, uh, very important. Strategically, we are heading uh, towards the same direction. Uh, in our case, of course, uh, you know, we do uh, uh, produce our products. So basically, we, we need to reduce the, the carbon of that. Also, the energy we use uh, when we are operating, we need to reduce that. And also, scope three, uh, which is the third one, the biggest one, is what uh, basically the customers are emitting uh, uh, with, uh, with their driving. And therefore, it is very important for us that we have different kind of uh, solutions to reduce uh, the carbon emission, uh, not only just from our operations, but uh, from our customer usage. And in that sense, uh, uh, the sustainable uh, fuel development is a very important uh, milestone. But very important for us also, of course, obviously, the electric vehicle charging development that we have, the hydrogen development that we that we are pushing very hard, particularly for, for trucks, which we believe will be very uh, uh, important. Uh, as I mentioned, we are already uh, uh, the biggest biofuels retailer of the world and one of the biggest producers, which we would like to be increasing that. And also uh, on LNG, which is, a, which is a, a, a better quality product in terms of emission than diesel, we are also world leader. And, and very importantly, our nature-based solutions that we're also offering to, you know, to Ferrari as well, uh, where we are able to reduce uh, uh, the, uh, the emission in a way that we are offsetting that with, uh, with our nature-based solution programs. And uh, we are working uh, that already, uh, of course, with Ferrari, but also already in 10 countries, we are offering that to our customers. And in some countries, 10% of the uh, uh, CO2 emitted is offset by our nature-based solution programs. So you can see that it's a mosaic of different kind of solutions, but sustainable fuels are perhaps one of the biggest ones in that. And Mattia, back to you. I mean. We're going to see uh, these new F1 power units and sustainable fuels in the 2025 season. Just let's bring this down to the fans level or bring it to the fans level, I should say. How big a change is this going to seem to them? Is it, is it as big as uh, when we went from, from V8s to hybrids? You and I have been around in Formula One for quite a long time, maybe too long. Too V12s long. to V10s, V10s to V8s even, but clearly the last big step was the V8s to the hybrids. That, that, yeah. that seemed a big change. Will it, will it be as big as that? As far as I think it will not be visible from outside. Uh, that's important. As all the changes somehow that you just mentioned, I think when moving from the V8 to the hybrid V6, the sound had changed at the time. But if you look at the shape of the cars, I don't think that for a fence, it's it make a lot of change. And if you consider the power unit we've got today, hybrid, as I said today, uh, just before, very high thermal efficiency. I don't think that the, the fans uh, are somehow fully aware of it. And I think it will be, again, down to us to explain to adversary, advertise whatever we will do. So and to emphasize the, 
the achievements on the sustainable fuels, because that will be important. That will be important. So it will be, a, in terms of change, back to your question, I think that for the technicians, the teams, for the power union manufacturers, it will be a big change and a big challenge. But I don't think that it will be so visible to the fans. Well, they're certainly more aware of it uh, with every year that passes and clearly that all that's going on around us in, uh, in wider society makes everybody much more aware of the need to be more sustainable. So clearly this is a really important step for Formula One and it's great to, to get your insight, both of you. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to join us uh, on this hashtag Thinking Forward and uh, good luck uh, with developing these very exciting fuels and engines. Thank you. I think it is, it's fascinating. Huh? It's fascinating. And I think, again, as I want to be in the pinnacle of the technology is key. That's part of our DNA. And uh, we will enjoy together with Isvan and his team. I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. This is great. And the, the important message that you ask also is that everything that we develop, uh, we will be bringing it to the road to our customers. So that's going to be good for the society as a whole. It's an important message. We need to we need to make sure that we communicate that message loud. Okay, great. Thank you very much again, both of you, for your time. Thank, Thank you. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over eighty casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.